to the $100 MBA show, taking your business to the next level in each episode every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's episode is a guest teacher episode. Today we have Steve Levesky. Yes, he's back. And he'll be teaching you how to do rapid experimentation. When you have an idea for a business, for a product, for a service, your job is to make it real as soon as possible. You need real feedback from actual users, customers that can tell you how to improve the product. You need to experiment if this idea is actually going to work. And that's just part of business. Sometimes it's not going to do so well. Sometimes it will do so well. That's how we learn. And in today's lesson, Steve's going to be showing you how to do this quickly, how to build experiments for your business as quickly as possible. Not only for your product ideas, but hey, you need to experiment on your marketing, you need to experiment on your emails, your messaging, you get the point. He's going to give you some real live examples from real businesses. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is supported by Earth Class Mail. If you run a business, you need a business address, but it doesn't mean you need to open up a business office. You can work from home, and Earth Class Mail can hook you up with a business address and scan all your mail and upload it to your account in the cloud so you can check all your physical mail anytime, anywhere. I love it. I love it. I love it. And we use Earth Class Mail because we love it so much. And Earth Class Mail wants to hook you up with a free month to get started. Just go to earthclassmail.com slash month. Again, it's earthclassmail.com slash MBA month. Use coupon code MBA month. Today's guest teacher, Steve Glaveski, is an entrepreneur, an author, and podcast host. He's also the co-founder and CEO of Collective Campus, which is an innovation accelerator in Melbourne, Australia, and in Singapore. Steve Glaveski just released a new book called Employee to Entrepreneur, How to Earn Your Freedom and Do Work That Matters. Check it out wherever you buy books. It was just released globally this month. And part of that transition from being an employee to an entrepreneur requires you to experiment, requires you to try things out, to see what works. And you can't spend months and years on each experiment. You need to experiment rapidly. Or like Robert Kiyosaki says, you need to fail fast. You need to know what doesn't work quickly so you can know what works. So in today's episode, Steve Glaveski is going to show you how to create these experiments quickly. So without further ado, I want to pass it on to Steve. I'll be back with my takeaways and to wrap up the episode. But for now, take it away, Steve. Hey guys, Steve Glaveski here. Thanks for joining me. The late Stephen Hawking famously said, intelligence is the ability to adapt to change. Evolutionary biology teaches us that people who adapt to changing circumstances succeed in passing on their genes. And it's no different for entrepreneurs and companies that are navigating the fast-changing landscape they find themselves in today. As a startup founder, solopreneur, or small business owner, your resources are likely to be scarce. So being diligent about how you spend your time and money is paramount. I just know this will work, or I think this is a good idea, and statements to that effect are famous last words for many a failed entrepreneur. Former World Series of Poker champion Annie Duke knows a thing or two about making good decisions. And in her best-selling book, Thinking in Bets, she says that your intuition is generally not being challenged by people who think that another answer might be right, because it's generally just running on its own, so it's not held accountable. Complementing what you think with customer-driven data and real-world opinions is an absolute must. 
In a world where technologies, business models, and customer habits are changing fast, the assumptions underpinning our proposed ideas, business models, marketing strategies, and so on are likely to be flawed. Now, if you're listening to this show, you're probably not the type of person that likes to jump to conclusions, waste time and money, and gloat that you're crazy busy. You're serious about making the most of your time and creating impact with a product that makes money, not only today, but well into the future. And to do that, you'll need to become adept at experimentation. If it's a business idea you're experimenting with, you might like to use a tool like Ash Moria's Lean Canvas, or simply ask yourself questions such as, what's the problem you're solving? How does your solution solve this problem? Who will use your product? Which channels will you use to get the product into the customer's hands? How will you promote your offer? What will it cost to do all of this? How will you make more money than you spend? Answering such questions will give you a better feel for what your make or break assumptions are. For example, take Uber's business model and backtrack to 2009. Uber had a number of assumptions that underpinned its success. For example, people will use smartphones and have access to the internet. They'll be happy to pay through their phones or they prefer not to use taxis and so on. But there is one leap of faith assumption underpinning Uber's success above all else. Trust. Trust that the person picking me up isn't a serial killer or that the person I'm picking up isn't going to pull a 1960s Robert De Niro mafioso-inspired move from the back seat. Without trust, Uber's entire business model falls down faster than Apollo Creed in Rocky IV. Sorry, Creed fans. When it comes to determining your make-or-break assumptions, it's easy to overdo it. Don't. Limit your assumptions to those that have the greatest impact. Avoid paralysis by analysis Focus on the riskiest assumptions only and focus on what you don't know instead of falling into the trap of confirming what you already do know. You'll then want to prioritize your assumptions, so test the most important ones first. How? First determine A. How impactful the assumption will be out of 10 if it turns out to be true or false, with 10 being high impact. Next, determine B. How certain you are that the assumption is true out of 10, with 10 being absolutely positive. Finally, determine C. Is this something that matters today, that you can test today, or is it a consideration for the future? Rate this out of 5, with 5 being future-oriented and 1 being today. Once you've determined A, B, and C, simply divide A by B and divide the result by C to get to D. The higher D is, the higher the priority. This forces you to not only focus on the most impactful assumptions, but also on those that you can actually test today. For example, if I rated an assumption 8 for impact, 4 for certainty, and 1 for time, the result would be simply 8 divided by 4 equals 2. I then take that 2 and divide it by time, which was 1, and end up with 2. I know what you're thinking. I'd love to see a visual, Steve, and I've got you. Just head over to www.employee2entrepreneur.io forward slash assumptions for a visual representation of this. Once you've prioritized your assumptions, you'll want to then determine how you'll test your assumptions with some form of prototype. Prototypes help you separate fact from fiction as quickly, cheaply, and effectively as possible. You want to avoid your own new Coke moment and not invest bags of money and time on ideas grounded in untested assumptions. You've heard of ROI, right? Well, you want to again prioritize your choice of prototype based on something I call LOI. What's the L stand for? Learning. And the equation is simple. 
How likely am I to get the learning I need by using this prototype out of 10 divided by what's the cost in terms of time and money out of 10? For example, I'd rate a simple Facebook ad used to test an idea very low, but a functional prototype developed using PHP with offshore developers much higher. Again, you'll want to prioritize by the higher resulting number as this is where you're more likely to get the value you're after. Strategy in the business game shares so much with sports and military strategy. What's key is shortening your feedback loop by increasing the rate at which you test, learn, and adapt to changing circumstances on the battlefield. Effective prototyping helps you do that. So what might some prototypes be? One, targeted ads on Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, or any similar platform can help you to quickly attract target customers and determine based on click rate how compelling your offer is. Two, landing pages. When someone clicks on your ad, they hit your landing page. Or you can use Facebook's built-in lead collection tool. Again, you want to determine what percentage of people clicking through to your site are signing up to your early offer. Three, concierge prototypes. Think Zappos, the online shoe company acquired by Amazon in 2017 for 850 million US dollars. When they started out, they had an online store with a range of shoes available. But when a customer bought something, they literally went down to the local shoe store, bought the shoes, packaged them up, and sent them off themselves. They didn't own any inventory or have a legitimate supply chain. They were purely testing genuine customer appetite in one of the cheapest, best, and quickest ways possible. Number four, an explainer video. When Dropbox was getting started, they developed a smoke and mirrors video demonstrating what Dropbox would do and posted this on popular online communities where their target audience was hanging out. Literally overnight, Dropbox earned itself 60,000 signups and the rest is history. Search for Dropbox Explainer Video on YouTube and watch the 4-minute video. And 5. LinkedIn and Email Outreach Today, you can use countless growth hacking tools to automate your identification of and outreach to target customers. You can leverage tools that automate messaging, say, target executives on LinkedIn um, in order to introduce them to your offer and gauge interest based on the number of people who accept and respond to your inquiry. Just don't start your message with, we are a web development and SEO company. Always make it about them. You can check out tools like Mixmax for email or Linked Helper for LinkedIn to help you with this. Other prototypes you might want to look up include mobile app prototypes, wireframes, crowdfunding platforms, 3D printed prototypes, paper prototypes, and email marketing prototypes. You want to get your prototypes in front of people using myriad marketing channels, whether they be content marketing, social media, email, online forums, direct outreach, or any number of marketing and growth hacking strategies. Gabrielle Weinberg's book, Traction, provides 18 marketing channels that you should consider when it comes to not only getting your product in the customer's hands, but in this case, getting your prototype in the customer's hands so you can learn fast. Finally, as famed management thinker Peter Drucker said, if you can measure it, you can manage it. How do you define whether a test was successful or not? How do you interpret the results of customer interactions with your prototype? To do this, you can use industry benchmarks. Or in some case, you might be able to quantify the number yourself based on what your financial objectives are. For example, if I'm testing a marketing channel and it's costing me $100 to acquire a customer, but each customer is only worth $50 to me, then I might want to reconsider. If I'm targeting 50% margins, then success would mean a cost of customer acquisition of $25 if I'm selling a product worth $37.50. The nature of rapid experimentation is best encapsulated in a story from the Korean War, where the United States had inferior F-86 fighter planes. 
while the North Korean fighters had Soviet-issue MiGs. On paper, the MiGs were superior to the F-86s and should have wiped the skies clean of them, but they didn't. Top Gun naval fighter weapons school training aside, there were two key reasons for this. First, the MiG pilots had limited vision. The F-86s featured a relatively clear bubble canopy, unlike the MiGs with their pains and struts. Second, the MiGs throttle was only semi-hydraulic and required lots of physical exertion to control. Pilots had to do weights in order to control the throttle, whereas the F-86 throttle was fully hydraulic and therefore allowed pilots to transition faster between maneuvers. The outcome was that the American pilots had a much shorter feedback loop, and as a result, they were able to decide and act on that information in the sky faster thanks to their fully hydraulic throttle and their 360-degree vision. When it comes to testing new business ideas or testing new ideas for your existing business, be the F-86. Well, that's it for my guest lesson. I hope you enjoyed it. I've packed insights like these and many, many more into my brand new book, Employee to Entrepreneur, How to Earn Your Freedom and Do Work That Matters, which hit bookstores globally on January 9. To download your absolutely free book bonus bundle, which includes a treasure trove of techniques and tools to help you ramp up your productivity, build your sales pipeline, and radically increase your chances of success, visit www.employeetoentrepreneur.io. It's been super fun hanging out with you all on the $100 MBA show. Back to you, Omar. Today's episode is brought to you by Abbey Connect Live Receptionists. As much as we think most business is conducted online these days, phone calls are still so important to your company. Sometimes it's just easier to call than fill out a form or search the FAQs. When clients and customers call your business, they want to reach a real person, not an automated system or bot, or even worse, a voicemail. Abbey Connect Live Receptionists are a fantastic solution. How do I know? Well, I signed up myself, and the experience is brilliant. Abbey Connect Receptionists are professional, they're courteous, and they're specifically trained for your business. And it's at a fraction of the cost of employing a full-time hire. Abbey Connect's receptionists are located in their hub in Nevada, but they sound like they're right at your front desk or in your virtual office. Use them as often as you need as a receptionist, or you can use their help for overflow. Get a no-obligation free trial with Abbey Connect. Plus, after your initial trial, you'll get $95 off your first bill. To get this great offer, go to abbeyconnected.com MBA. Or call 833-ABBY-WOW and mention this podcast. That's the number, 833-ABBY-WOW, and mention our podcast. Or sign up today at abbyconnect.com slash MBA. Awesome lesson by Steve Glaveski. He is right on the money when he says, you have to experiment and you have to do this quickly. But I love the fact that he emphasizes you have to actually measure what's happening during your experiments. You have to take note. And I love that quote, of course, by Peter Drucker that says, what gets measured gets managed, right? It gets actually uh, improved. You want to make sure your business gets better and that you get a better result when you try to experiment. Hey, you're trying something new out, so you want to see if this new way of doing things is going to improve it. Improve your product, improve your service, improve your procedures, improve your landing pages, whatever it is. But if you don't measure, if you don't have a way to keep track of what has happened and uh, the change that has occurred, then you're really, really just wasting time. I mean, just jotting down some notes every time you do an experiment is going to make a huge difference. Let me give you a quick example. I run a lot of webinars at Webinar Ninja because that's what we do. We do workshops and we give demos. 
And for the longest time, I was doing a workshop on how to create your own webinar. And then I would make an offer for our product at the end. I would tweak and change and experiment with this actual webinar. But then I realized maybe I need to change the whole webinar topic and just make it purely a demo. People want to see this software in action, what it could do. When I switched to that, the engagement on the webinar just blew up. It became amazing. I note down how many chat messages was I getting in that webinar versus the old webinars. The attendance rate, the conversion rate from attendees to buyers. Through the experiment, I realized, hey, maybe when it comes to the content, how to actually build the webinar and the actual workshop, I can create a course for that. And that's why we call uh, our webinar Blueprint. We have a course, a seven-day course that you can check out at webinarninja.com slash course. So people can consume that on their own time. But the live webinars, I can just focus on the actual software. That's what people actually want. But I would never know that if I didn't experiment, if I didn't try different things and take note of the differences, take note of what has changed, what has improved, what but didn't improve so I can make an educated decision. Thanks again, Steve, for that amazing, amazing lesson. And don't forget to pick up Steve Glavesky's book, Employee to Entrepreneur. Thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Don't forget to hit subscribe on whatever you like to use to listen to podcasts, whether it's Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, we're on them all. By hitting subscribe, you get our episodes automatically Download it to your device so you never miss a beat. It's ready for you when you're ready to listen. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. Nothing changes when you do the same thing. This is a hard lesson I've learned over and over and over in business. If you don't experiment, if you don't try different things, you're not going to get different results. If you're looking for massive growth, that's just not going to happen by accident. You have to do different things. You're not just not going to stumble upon it. You have to try and experiment and see what works. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.